Welcome to the segment where I review movies past and present, examining them from a variety of perspectives, including the subjective, psychological, and personal. Informative and occasionally funny, this is Logan Land Rants. So today we're going to talk about Joker. Now, it's a movie that I was skeptical about for the longest time. I mean, it's kind of a weird idea. I mean, it's the director of the Hangover movies coming to a a relatively low-budget R-rated superhero film of a supervillain. It's a uh, weird concept to begin with, and I admit I was really skeptical going in. See, I love superhero movies and will likely go to any that I am familiar with, so if there's a Batman movie coming out, I'm going to see it. However, I was kind of perplexed as to why they'd make a Joker movie. I mean, after all, Batman's one of the reasons people want to see a Batman movie, after all. Actually, that's not true. The supervillains usually have more characterization than Batman himself and are the most interesting part of the movie. So when I say Batman's the reason we see a Batman movie, I admit that was misleading. And the Joker is definitely one of the more interesting Batman antagonists. I mean, he's a crazy psycho who's out of his mind, but his actions all make sense to him. And in a weird way, he's a reflection of parts of the the worst parts of society. And that's what makes him such a fascinating character as to why he appeals to mass audiences. Which is what we're getting into. You see, the Joker, uh, as a movie, you'd think he wouldn't be able to carry a standalone movie. But then you read a little more into it and realize that Todd Phillips, the director of the Hangover movies, who also directed The Joker, somehow took inspiration from early Scorsese films like Taxi Driver and The King of Comedy, by his own admission. And he influenced these so clearly in The Joker, which I'll get into later. You see, he had such clear influences that when The Joker trailer hit, It actually looked kind of good, and I wanted to see it. Every time a trailer hit, it just increased my anticipation more. Then I heard it was rated R, increased my anticipation more. I learned it was going to be really violent and potentially profane. You know it increased my enjoyment even more. So I bought my ticket, went to the theater, and was surprisingly blown away. It was a very tragic and dare I say bleak tale of the rich who also look down on the lower class, which is interesting when you consider the character Batman's a billionaire. But regardless, there's no real point to that. The whole point is, the thing about Joker, it has theme. I know, it's weird for a movie to be dark and still have substance nowadays, isn't it? But... Movies like Midsummer and Joker, which is what this whole conversation is about, and a few other movie standouts this year show that darkness can have substance, but that darkness for the sake of darkness is not good. And that is very important, because you can't just make things bleak for the sake of being bleak, like, for example, Batman v Superman, or even Man of Steel was kind of bleak. You gotta make it dark with substance, like the Dark Knight trilogy, or... In this case, Joker. I think that's really important, and honestly, film is subjective, so you like what you like. There might be some people who might genuinely like Batman v Superman. 
Uh, I don't know who those people are, but you can like it, and I won't judge you for it. I guess I just prefer movies that have substance in addition to the bleakness. Now, regardless of whether or not you like the Joker movie, if you don't like it, I can understand why. It's brutal and bleak and densely thematic and handles mental illness in a way that could make some people uncomfortable and may even stigmatize mental illness. But if you're into this stuff, it's a really competent and effective tragedy with great performances and surprisingly effective just storytelling, both visually, which you wouldn't expect from Todd Phillips, the hangover guy, and also just thematically, it ex the visual storytelling extends the themes in ways you would not expect from a superhero movie of this low budget. And evidently it's doing well, granted it's already crossed over $200 million against its $50 to $70 million budget, which is impressive. Now, regardless, uh, you guys can form your own opinion. I'm just really talking, going out on a limb here. That if you like it, if you like that type of movie, go see it. If you don't, cool. That's all. I hope you enjoy, and I'm glad you've been listening. Bye. <laughs>